Hello, and welcome back to Tea with Tracy, coming to you live every Tuesday at 12, spilling relevant tips, trends, and talk in all things real estate and home ownership related. Today, our topic is to coincide with May, which is National Deck Safety Month. So if you are a homeowner or are you, you are considering purchasing a home, you won't want to miss this episode because we're going to be talking to certified deck inspector. He's also a certified home inspector as well as a licensed builder. We're going to welcome back to the program my favorite home inspector, Mark Pache. Hi, Mark. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. And you? Great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So today we're going to be talking decks. May is National Deck Safety Month. When I I yes. had not heard of National Deck Safety Month until you had mentioned it to me a couple of weeks ago. So what is National Deck Safety Month and how did well, it start? A pro- it's a program that started probably 20 years ago now, okay. but they're really pushing it. Uh, it's to help to educate the consumer about the pitfalls in the deck that can cause damage and the collapse. Just a, a side note here. Um, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but today on the news, on today, there was a deck, deck collapse in uh, California yesterday that injured nine people. Oh, wow. It happens a lot. Yeah, that's 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 scary. Um, you yes, know, we is. think that you put up a deck and that it's good, right? It's just there and it's it's there for the life of the home. But that doesn't sound like that is the case. No, it's not. No. So, so what are some things that someone should be looking for if, uh, if you have a deck? Um, I personally do not have a deck, but I have had homes with decks in the past. What are some things that a homeowner should be checking for to make sure that their deck is safe and sound? Well, there's a lot of things. I mean, the, the consumer can only deck, uh, look at the deck and see a few things. A couple of them are, um, are, there, are any of your metal connections, which is nails, screws, your joist hangers and stuff like that are rusting. That's a problem. Uh, if the deck boards are starting to check, that's something you should keep an eye on because that's a sign that the wood is nearing the end of its life. Um, some of the other things are flashing, your handrails being loose and that. But I have a, a, a checklist for consumers. If they want to email me, I'll send them a copy of it. Uh, my email is mark at homeinspectionsbymark.com, and I'll get that right out to them. Okay. And we can put that in the comments as well. That way, if you want a copy of that, uh, Mark can send that to you. Yeah. So, okay. So there's a checklist, but if it, you know, if someone doesn't want to just check it on their own, um, they can also have you come out and you can do deck inspections. So yes, I'm, I'm a certified deck inspector through NADRA, which is a national association for deck and railing, North American association for deck and railing. And, uh, they're the ones that are doing all this. And, um, they certify people for deck uh, inspections, but their main business is teaching build deck builders how to do it properly. Okay. And they are very, very big in the codes. Okay. They have, uh, they've been doing the 2021 code book that will be coming out there. Most of that came through this NADRA association okay. and it's very good. It's tough. It's so everybody understands there really was no deck codes for years until 2012 is the first time in, in the, a code book that they started referencing as decks. Really? So, 2012. Yeah. So less than 10 years? There's no, been no the code. First. Someone can just go do whatever they wanted to put up a deck. Basically, but you know, yeah. you had your footing codes were right and your attachments, but there was no way of how to attach everything to the house. Okay. That's where the problems were coming. That's the number one problem for deck failures too. Okay. 
is how it, it comes up apart from the home? Yes. Um, if it's not fastened properly, um, it can pull away. The biggest problem though, is people don't flash decks. Um, and that's a very important thing. That's So if you're not flashing a deck, uh, the water can get behind what they call the ledger board, which is the board that attaches to the house. And if it's got a space at all back there, which it will, because it's uh, open, water goes down, hits, hits the, the lags or screws, whatever they use to attach it, and starts eating out at that wood right there. Okay. And over time, it starts loosening up. And then you get a load of people on the deck at one end or something, and it starts rocking, and all of a sudden it'll slip and go. So when you say flashing, is that similar to what, you know, what is put on your deck, right? The, the flashing that's put up, or is that something different? It's flashing is like what you have on your chimney. Okay. It's a metal that will cover that edge of that ledger board. So when the water comes down, it'll go under the deck and drop off and not go behind the board. Okay. Uh, in the codes, in the new codes, they really specify how that has to be done. Okay. And, and, and if following this new code, so if you have a deck that has put, is put on, well, you said 2021. So moving forward, um, as long as you're hiring somebody who is licensed and following code to put your deck up, um, then they're going to be you know, following this code, which has added safety, added safety yeah, measures in. Correct. It's building it right is really what it boils down to. Um, you know, a lot of people build their own decks. Um, there's nothing wrong with anybody doing anything around their house if they know what they're doing or find out how to do it. Um, then you can get these guys that so-called are so-called professionals, mm -hmm. um, which create a lot of problems. Through my experience in the home inspection business, I've run into quite a few decks where the uh, footings are being uh, heaving from frost. Um, and that's a, that's a real problem. I mean, that means definitely they didn't do their footings right. So that's a deck that's ruined. You got to start and take it down and start over again. Oh, and that so can, can be expensive. They're not built right. Right. So if somebody, if someone is not comfortable putting up their own deck, they don't know what they're doing. They want to hire somebody who's going to do it the right way. What is something that they should be asking or looking for in a contractor, a deck contractor? Uh, well, if he's certified through this company, he's going to do it right. That's one okay. thing. It's nadra.org um, is their email. And you can go in there and find uh, uh, builders and inspectors okay. through their uh, uh, website. Um, but you definitely want them to pull a permit. You definitely want to watch and make sure they do the footings. That's the number one thing that has to be done right. And there's different ways you can do footings. Uh, and then the, make sure the city comes out and inspects. Mm -hmm. That's that's a key. Right. A lot of times they, people will say, oh, I got a permit. And then you're at work and they say, yeah, he came out and he's passed it. And you don't know. So just make sure you know there's, there's paperwork there that he signed off on. Okay. Yeah, and we had uh, we had planning and building um, on from Orion Township er earlier um, in the in the series, and um, you know that they're there when they send out their inspectors. That is for your safety. I know sometimes um, you know people will moan and groan, "Oh, can't wait, can't move forward until I get this inspection." But that's that's for your safety. That's making sure things are done properly. Um, you know, for your safety. Yeah. Yeah, and it's for the builder's safety and the, home, and the homeowner's safety, too. Yep. It's, it protects both. Uh, so it is a good thing. Always make sure they pull permits for that. Always. Even if you're going to do it yourself, pull a permit. Okay. Because uh, if, if you haven't done it right, and they, they'll notice it and tell you how to correct it. Okay. So that's a good tip as well. If you are mm -hmm. handy and 
you want to build your own deck, just make sure you're pulling permits and someone you'll have an extra set of eyes that knows um, how it should be built according to the code that provides the most safety for you and your family and friends. Yes. And there's other ways that they email me and what uh, something that's called the DD, uh, DCA. And it, it tells you how to build the deck, deck a good way, safe way. Okay. Um, and like I said, there's different ways you can do it too. If your deck's real high, you're going to have a whole different type of foundation. You want a whole different type of foundation than if a deck's only 12 inches off the ground. So, okay. And it's and another thing people have got to think about too is how you're going to attach it. If you've got brick on your house, uh, uh, you don't want to attach it to that or you don't want to attach oversiding. So uh, those are things that are very important, which is where the causes of these failures are. Um, to make sure that brick is not is a veneer. It's not a structural product. So you can never you've never been able to attach to a brick. That's been one of the biggest problems. You okay. can't flash you can flash brick, but nobody ever does. And the same thing will happen. Normally what I find is the screws aren't even long enough to go into the wood on the house because you got your inch and a half for your ledger board, your four inches for your brick and airspace, then you got another half an inch to get into the wood. So you need a seven inch lag screw to get in there and you know. Most of my pull out are five inches. So the brick is what's holding it up. That will fail eventually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so you don't install into the brick, but again, you have information. So if somebody's actually looking looking for that, it will, you know, explain yeah, to you how it to yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there anything so, else? What else should we know about decks? I know you were saying that now this was something that was new to me, like in recent years that you've you've told me. We've done many home inspections together. And I never yes. realized that there was a lifespan on a deck. I, you know, you think you put it in place as long as you're checking and making sure that everything is, you know, in good working order that you have that deck. But that's not the case, is it? No, it's not. Decks do have a life. Everything has a life cycle on it. So uh, decks treated lumber is a 20 year. I mean, you can get maybe 22, maybe 25 if you're taking care of it in that. But 20 years is the average what has to be replaced. Now, okay. and today there's, with this association, there's a lot of manufacturers too. And there's a lot of things out there that you can make your deck last a lot longer than 20 years. Um, you can tape your top of your, your joists. So no water sits on them. You, you know, you, you flash everything properly there. You tape your top of your post when you cut them in that. So it's, there's a lot to do to do them right. But again, it's going to cost a little bit more and it's going to take a little more time. to do. Sure. And these are things, when you do a deck inspection, you can let a homeowner know or a future homeowner know if these precautions or if these steps were taken so that they know if they might get a little more life out of their deck, correct? Because, it, you know, when I'm taking buyers out and we're looking at a home that's 20, let's say 25 years old and the deck was put on shortly after the home was built, you know, that would be a, a big piece to know if it, it's going to need the entire deck, if it's going to need to be replaced. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's something you should check every year. It's you can see it if you're, you can see rot on it for sure. But if you're uh, under structure starting to check to the wood splitting and that, that's a real good sign that you're nearing the end of that deck. Okay. So, and, and decks have twenty years, but you got to look at railings too. That's another problem with decks and stairs. Stair connections a big fault too. Now, okay. back in from two thousand and three to two thousand and seven, there was like one hundred seventy nine thousand injuries from decks. Wow. Out of that, 26,000 were from uh, steps and 19,000 was from the railing. Wow. So it shows the deck didn't fail, but the railing failed. Right. So on railing, you got to have 200 pounds of pressure at the top of that uh, uh, guardrail to be able to push out. So that's why when you see me out there, I'm pushing up. Yeah, you're, 
I'm like, don't break make it. Sure. I don't want to break them. But, <laughs> right. but if it's just but, to make sure that it's it's not you know leaning. Right. And like a, there's a lot of decks were built where they cut the four by four in half and sewed it over. That's a bad bad rail. That rail's failed more times than any. Um, and then the other one that has a problem is when they're just the, the spindles ballast, whatever you want to call them, coming down and they're attached to the side and attached to a board on a flat up on top. That's another rail that's bad. Okay. That, that's you can't build those anymore. So. And the steps, the problem with steps are, the biggest problem we see with steps is they make too long of a stairway with what they call a cut uh, stringer. So you come down like this, your board's cut, and they lay on top. You can only go six feet with that, and then it has to have a support. And the other thing on that is when they cut that out, they overcut. And your board, if that's cracked at all, you need a new stairs. And that I see a lot. Okay. So there could be times where the entire deck doesn't need to be replaced at that time, but you need to re at least replace the stairs or um, it need the railing. Is that? Yep. And then you put them okay. in right and your deck's in good shape. Um, and your structure's in good shape. You just want to do a new top. That's fine too. You can, at that point, you could put tapes down in that and protect the, uh, the structure some more. So it doesn't last longer. Okay. Okay. Any any last uh, advice or words that we should know about decks? Well, the thing I would say is just don't overload a deck, period. Don't put 40 people on a 14 by 10 or 14 by 14 deck and put them all out to one front. The ones I've seen on decks is they're all out at the end of it taking a picture or something, you know. So you got all that weight out here and you, you've got a 20-year-old deck that's been not flashed in there. It, it's going to pull out. There's no doubt it will pull yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah. that's what happened to that one in California yesterday. That's what it looked like anyway from the picture. So see, and that's that's something that you know most of us we wouldn't even think about. I mean, the deck no. gets you walk outside; it's all part of it, and uh, you you don't you know you don't think about that. So, well, thank you for coming on and sharing with us today. If you would like to have your deck inspected, or if you um, you know you're getting ready to purchase a home and you want to make sure that that deck is sound. Um, get in touch with me. I'll get you in touch with Mark and we'll make sure that, um, that it all checks out. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Mark. And starting next week, I'm going to be doing a three week series, um, on environmental issues within the home. So we're going to have professionals come on and talk about radon mold. And then we're also going to be talking well, septics and water. So stay tuned for those. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us, Mark, and we'll see you all next week on Tea with Tracy. Bye-bye.